Welcome to Let's Crack It. I'm your host, Owen O'Hanlon. The show explores interesting aspects of problem solving. We take an unusual look at some parts of problem solving that invite us to think. We attempt to spin up those mental cogs that help frame problems and solve issues. We look at new insights, approaches or skills that we might consider learning and adopting. Problem solving is listed as one of the top five skills for every job or career on the planet. Yet there is a lack of discussion on the topic in most people's everyday lives. Often the topic is pushed to the reference shelf or the academic consultancy realm, which can make the topic seem stale or unappealing. The hope for Let's Crack It is to tell some of the stories related to problem solving, stories that invite you, the listener, to consider the topic worthy of your time. By investing your time, problem solving may come more alive in your personal and professional purpose and become part of your everyday vernacular. This is widespread. No part of your life doesn't have difficulties worth resolving. This show helps to demonstrate that. I've always been fascinated by unsung heroes. We see them all the time in sport, where the captain or the manager of a team are extremely well faded and well spoken about and often these unsung heroes are faded later retrospectively and sometimes not at all sometimes the contribution of the leading lights is often oversold a few years back i met an ex-colleague who is now studying leadership and he remarked to me you might have been a leader you used to say come on bud you can do it i was shocked I was surprised that I was not seen as a leader at that time. I would have thought it was obvious to everyone. In my own coaching with young kids, I see this incredibly diverse opinion of what makes a good leader. In this show, what you will learn is that we should celebrate informal leaders. These facilitators, members of sports and social clubs, they are often the unseen glue holding things together, especially when the ship hits rocky waters. It's in times of those great need when you need your facilitators, your informal leaders most. Such was the case with able seaman Tim McCarthy from Kinsale in County Cork. He was one of 28 crew members on the single most incredible feat of problem solving in the 20th century. A tale of two years fighting for survival. Almost 500 days of which are spent floating on packed ice in the ocean of the Weddell Sea. None of the crew die on the Antarctic expedition led by Ernest Shackleton. A lot of the success of that survival tale is owed to the seamanship skills of people like Tim McCarthy. On April 24, 1916, a date which will resonate with a lot of Irish people, Tim McCarthy and five others set sail on a 750-mile trip across Earth's most inhospitable ocean before finally landing at St. Georgia. This incredible journey owes a lot to Tim McCarthy's bravery and his eternal optimism. Sadly, Tim McCarthy was the first of that great expedition to die, less than a year later, on a merchant ship, the SS Narragansett, an oil tanker, which was sunk by a German torpedo on the 16th of March, 1917. 
This episode celebrates informal leaders like Tim McCarthy. Much folklore still abounds about Sir Ernest Shackleton and his polar expeditions even to this day. In particular, one ad that it is claimed Ernest Shackleton posted in the Times, which has recently been debunked by historians, looking for men to risk their lives on a polar expedition. Ernest Shackleton did write a letter to the Times explaining the nature of his cross the Antarctic expedition, his proposed, and I quote, Imperial Trans-Antarctic Expedition. This letter largely reflects the appeal Ernest Shackleton wanted to have with his fundraisers, to cross uncharted polar territory for the glory of the flag. In those times, the UK had been beaten on many South Polar expeditions, making the fundraising appeal tough going for Ernest Shackleton. Indeed, he needed north of 50k sterling to fund this expedition. I recently attended a brilliant lecture by Jacob Morgan on the future of work given by the Irish Management Institute. In this lecture, Jacob Morgan invites us to think of leadership as four mindsets and five skills. In the section listed as five skills under coaching, Jacob talks about helping someone else be more successful than you. And that pause is deliberate. You have to explore your own generosity to be a successful coach. You want nothing better than the folks that you coach to be more successful than you. Elsewhere in the lecture under the section for mindsets, Jacob asserts that this idea of exploration or curiosity, this mindset is excellent in the leadership. And he held up Ernest Shackleton's ad for men wanted as a great example. There was no guarantee of a safe return. The only guarantee was adventure. Hindsight is a wonderful thing and it's easy to look back with a modern mindset and be critical of Ernest Shackleton and the need to appease these fundraising activities. Indeed, a lot of the expedition's success in terms of returning people safely is to the secondary leaders like Hind and Worsley. It is one of these secondary leaders, Frank Worsley, that perhaps a lot should be heralded for his incredible navigation skills in returning people to safety. But across his writings, and he kept many journals, you'll find Irish figures like Tom Crean, who was incredibly, not on his first, but he's on his second time to be placed in the history books for incredible acts of selflessness. In Worsley's writings, we also come across Abel Seaman Tim McCarthy, Frank Worsley described with eternal optimism. Without these mentions in these writings, would we know anything about Tim McCarthy? I want to take you back to those times and talk a bit about Tim McCarthy, Abel Seaman Tim McCarthy. This was a two-year journey from end to end, as I said, with the most incredible feat of problem-solving ever witnessed in the 20th century. I want you to forget that he helped land those tiny life rafts on Elephant Island after almost 
500 days afloat on packed ice. I want you to forget that it's his seamanship and ability to bail out the James Card, which is laden with stones on the assistance for ballast by Ernest Shackleton that helped keeps the life raft afloat for 16 days while it travels between Elephant Island and South Georgia. I want you to also forget that it's his incredible skill and bravery that brings the stricken and rudderless James Caird ashore on the unchartered part of South Georgia in a cruel twist of fate to land on the uncharted side of the island. I want to take you back to May 19, 1916, where three men, Shackleton, Worsley and Crean, set foot into the history books by crossing the uncharted part of South Georgia. They're rightly remembered for their heroic acts. But I want you to also remember that three men are left behind on an upturned James card that has been repositioned as Peggy Camp, a makeshift camp, a makeshift shelter to keep these three men alive. There have been several recent and modern attempts to recreate the footsteps of Crean, Shackleton and Worsley, and most of them fail. There's two more men left on that part of South Georgia with Tim McCarthy. They are much senior to him. The first is Chippy Henry McNish, who already has a fractious relationship with Ernest Shackleton, owing to earlier misadventures on the trip. He's probably only on the James card because Ernest Shackleton won't leave him with the rest of the crew on Elephant Island. Even though history remembers McNish as particularly cranky, he probably deserves enormous credit to make sure that the James Caird can withstand up to the brutality of the South Atlantic Sea. Also left behind is Boson John Vincent. He was already demoted by Ernest Shackleton to able seaman owing to his interactions with the crew. Why was it that McCarthy was picked to mind the other two? The history says it's because both McNish and Vincent were stricken, already stricken because of the journey, the 750 mile journey between Elephant Island and South Georgia. But it's there that history remembers Tim McCarthy as an informal leader caring for these two other men with no probability that the other three will return. Bearing in mind that others have tried this perilous journey and have not completed it, I wonder if Tim McCarthy had known the perilous journey that the other three were about to undertake, might he have been forgiven for giving up all hope that anyone would ever know they were even there on that island. On the evening of May 21st, 1916, Frank Worsley returns with help back to Peggotty Camp. The three remaining there, including McCarthy, hardly recognise Worsley because he is now washed and shaved after two years away from land. Tim McCarthy was sent home from South Georgia with both McNish and Vincent, whilst Crean, Worsley and Ernest Shackleton head into the history books and make another four attempts before they are successful 
in rescuing the 22 others left behind on Elephant Island. So what can we all learn from able seaman Tim McCarthy, an informal leader? The first thing to notice is it takes all sorts to make up a team and often we don't celebrate the quiet ones, the unsung ones, the informal ones. Equally, it takes many traits, mindsets and skills to make up a leader. For me, generosity is a key sign in a leader. I want you to be more successful than me. This is rare and in my opinion should be celebrated more as a trait for leaders. Tim McCarthy has an island named after him. 40 years after he was there, South Georgia was chartered and a little tiny island where the James Curd came ashore named McCarthy Island. Statues of him and his brother are in Kinsale. I still think it's sad that he's not remembered more. Even the James Curd, the life raft, occupies more lines of explanation on Wikipedia. The James Curd itself went on display after the expedition, even in Selfridge's store in 1922. It now resides in Dulwich College in southeast London. This show honours Tim McCarthy and also honours other selfless informal leaders. In your professional realm, you should be looking out for these type of people. They're probably not looking for praise or recognition. Their motivation might be very intrinsic or very personal to them and their path. But they're usually important at all times, but particularly in a time of crisis. But it shouldn't take a South Georgia moment of crisis to appreciate them. We should be nurturing these people, nurture the culture they help create. I notice that many in business often ask, what is this cork magic sauce? They don't need to look too much further than able seaman Tim McCarthy, an informal leader for the answer and the culture he helped create. In your personal life, you should never resist an opportunity to look for the unsung heroes, the unselfish ones. Could they be the glue binding us together at very difficult times? Maybe you should take the opportunity to write them a simple note of appreciation, noticing their informal leadership. Most of all, I'd like to leave you with this sense of curiosity when looking at successful teams and looking beyond the obvious leader, the obvious captain, the obvious manager or whatever it might be and look and dig a little deeper under the hoods and see who these informal leaders are. Who are these people who are maybe the generous ones, maybe the selfless ones who are also empowering the team to succeed but have less visible roles that previously may not have caught your eye before you listen to this show. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Crack It, a podcast about bringing problem solving into the everyday vernacular. We will continue to talk about stories that help inform us about resolving issues in our professional and personal lives. You can learn more about the show at letscrackitpodcast.com. That's all one word, letscrackitpodcast.com and leave a message there. We're always interested in hearing of unusual stories related to problem solving. 
you should be able to subscribe for more episodes at your normal place of devotion. Many thanks to all who have helped get this show up and running, especially my family. Until next time, let's keep on cracking it together.